Welcome back to the ASMR <laughs> channel. <laughs> oh, really hot I questions and even hotter coffee. Can I tell you something that I thought of yesterday that I was like sitting and I was thinking about it and I was like, I'm going to make a TikTok about it. And then people are going to be like, no, you're mean. So I'm just going to talk about it on the podcast <laughs> instead. Can I, because I, I know that you'll understand this and it infuriated me. You look so me. pretty, by the way. Sorry. Thank you so much. There's gorge. something about like putting on makeup and a really thick lip gloss and lip liner when you're in a sweatsuit that does something for me. Yeah, I, I really, you know what yeah, I mean? I see that. It's working. It's totally Thank working. Um, tell me why, if you are in a workout class, oh no, any workout class where the mat or your station is movable and you're okay. on the end, okay? You're on the end. Okay. You're in the best seat in the house because you have mirrors on all angles, right? Yeah, like you got there absolutely. early for that seat. Yeah. The class isn't full. You can spread out. Someone s- sat right next to you? No, no, no. I wasn't on the end. There was somebody on the end. I was next to the person on the end. And when I tell you that this class that I was at, like you are sardined next to each other. Right. Every right. time I get that end seat and the, the class isn't fully spread out, they like condense it towards the middle of the room. So there's probably like 10 feet of space between like the last person in the mirror. Thus enabling us to, oh, maybe want to spread out. Tell me why you would sit in that seat and not spread out. Like, why do you want to be that close to me? I why? I can't believe you're saying this because last time I went to Pilates, <laughs> same thing, four people in the class Everyone spread out. This woman comes in late and goes to the reformer right next to me. And we do moves where your legs are doing circles and we're hitting, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to time it. The whole time I'm so infuriated and you know, my bitch ass had to make it like a spiritual thing where I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm only, I'm making this up. Like I'm the reason why I'm infuriated. I tried to let it go and I was so fucking pissed the whole time. I was like, get away. There's no room. There's four people here. That's what Get I'm away. saying. Like, why? I why? can't open my legs. <laughs> why? Why? And like, maybe it was that I was trying to come up with excuses for them mm. in my head of like, maybe it was their first class, but it wasn't. She was right. good at what she was doing. But like, maybe yeah. it was their first class and like, she didn't want to like, she didn't know if she could move her mat or whatever. But I was just, and I'm sure she's Or maybe a she's nice always person. in that spot and she's like, I can't deviate from this spot. But there was no one next to her. Like, she's on the end. Oh, yeah. Why do you want to be this close to me. And then there was like another girl that close. Like if she would have moved down and it really, she was doing her thing. She was fine. It was really homegirl on the other side that I was just like, we're too close to each other. I could literally go like this and touch both of you. Yeah. And like, we all could have had better space. Now I'm smelling you all class and like your breath when you're exhaling, like in a heated room. Like let's just all for the benefit of one another spread out. If the class isn't fucking packed, this is my petition for that. Yeah. Why didn't you move? Was it like too late? Well, I just wanted, like, I don't like being, I like to be on the end as much as possible because I get claustrophobic in the middle. Yeah. Oh yeah. What I should have done, what I should have done, but I honestly got there as the class was starting was asked her to move. Cause that is what I should have done. I should have been like, Hey, like there's no one coming. Like, do you want to scoot? But I also don't want to be rude. And I didn't want to be like, that girl. That, okay, so that was me. I when when she came and sat next to me, I was like, "Are you are you joking?" And then I wanted to move, but then I was like, "Does that seem so rude if like you come and sit right next to me?" And I'm like, "Ew!" And I get up and move. Like, but it, yeah, but that's the thing is, I didn't even want her to like move a like mat. I'm just like, just 
Scooch. No, no, scooch. Scooch. Yeah, just a little I scooch. A little scooch yeah. will all be happier. And yeah. I just <sighs> – Anyway, I knew you'd understand. Thank you. Yeah, it literally happened to me last Pilates class. And all the entire time I was like, make it a spiritual exercise. This is only a problem because you're making it a problem. And yeah, I still that's was what I was telling myself. It. Me too. Yeah. I was like, you're just yeah. in a bad mood already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. And then I was like, yeah. no, this is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not that deep. It's just annoying. <laughs> it's just annoying. Yeah. I feel you deeply. I also feel why you wouldn't share that on TikTok because as you and I are trying to dial in our TikToks a little bit more, I will like have ideas and I'm like, oh, that's such a funny thing to talk about on the podcast and such a scary thing to put on TikTok. Like you yeah. really, <laughs> TikTok is so the wild, wild west. Like people are so mean. I could just see the comments already. Like, yeah, you're so rude. Like just, or like you should have just asked her to move or like you should, or like, oh my God, just be next to each other in your $40 Pilates class. Shut up, Susie. I don't yeah. care. My favorite thing is when people comment, like, you could have Googled that. And you're like, yeah, the joke is that you made the TikTok out of it because there's the community aspect. Like, you could scroll past. You could not comment. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Let me just tell you right now, Metal Arc, some people are just fucking boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. point blank period. Yeah. Some people are just yeah. fucking boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Couldn't be us. <laughs> could, could never be me. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking bratty. I'm Meadowlark. And I'm Gabriela. And this is Thoughts May Vary. The podcast that sits at the intersection of mental health, nuance, and community. And we're grateful you're here. And that's me. That's just a little bit about us. Yeah. And Was that gimmicky <laughs> enough for the people? <laughs> so today we are doing a part two of last week's episode with Sam Aberhart that if you have not listened to, maybe pause, give that one a listen first, or just, you know, do it in another order because you're fun like that. But we're talking about expansive friendships. You guys sent in so many amazing questions that we figured let's do a two-parter. First, we did it with our amazing friend, Sam, who like, what a better person to talk about expansive friendships with than someone who has been such an expander for the both of us. Totally. And now we're just going to do it, um, you and I together forever. Yeah. All righty. I'm going to lump together a couple of questions because same, same, but different. Similar, similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone asked, what are your thoughts on friend groups? I've always steered away from them because they feel more surface level. But then I get anxious when I want to host a group thing because I'm worried that my individual friends, all with different personalities and interests because I feel like they each fulfill a different part of myself, won't vibe together. And then the other question Mm. was, how to bring together friends that you think would get along to Mm. an expansive group? So I guess kind of opposites. But I I I get that. It's all about friend groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe we start with the ones of like that wouldn't that you're not sure if they would mesh. Yes, you and that I used have to experienced this. Yeah. Oh yes, we have. I think that it is really important. Meadow and I talk about this a lot to remember that not one friend is going to be your everything. So I think it's really valuable and great that you are already saying that you have friends that fulfill different things for you and different interests mm-hmm. and like whatever. So I think that's huge and super super important. And I think as we get older and we're no longer in school settings where you kind of have these like formed groups of people that you're going to be seeing every single day, it's really natural and I think really healthy to have friends that are in different friend groups that that do fulfill those different things of yourself. And it's just like a natural way that that's going to happen. They're not going to always find every single one of those people in the exact same group. That said, A, I don't quite think it's your responsibility to like make sure they all get along. Like that's not your problem. I think people 
are going to vibe or they're not going to vibe. And like Meadow and I each have friends that like I'm not that close with, she's not that close with, Mm -hmm. but like we respect it and we'll all be in a room together and like it's fine. I think like we're all grownups here and I just don't think that's your job. Like I don't think that you are in charge of like forming a group. It's like your birthday or whatever. Just like fuck it. Put them all in a room and like you're having a great time. And at the end of the day, if they're good friends, they're there to celebrate you. Like everyone's going to have a good time. I I 100% agree with everything you're saying. And I just feel that because I was in a school setting, I was the type of person that always wanted to be a part of a group and never was. Like I was friends Mm. with everyone. And I think when you're in a school setting, you really are raised with that like media about friend groups and Mm -hmm. this and that and whatever. And so it's something I always wanted. But when I became an adult, I realized, oh shit, that's so much healthier. Because like you said, I didn't make one group my everything. And those groups get incestuous and have drama and blah, blah, blah. Whereas I was seeking out different sides of me with different people. And it, it just was so much more natural for me and lended itself to healthier friendships as an adult as well. But I, I do remember the feeling of like wanting people to come together and being yeah. worried about it because they weren't going to get along. And frankly, if you're that worried and it's going to ruin your day or party or whatever it is, then don't fucking do it. Like, mm-hmm. Don't do have it. Have like your individual do meetings. Have individual meetings. Like do it. Like, you know what I said for my birthday this year, because my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks. I said, I will celebrate with everyone in my own little turn. Like I don't need to do a big thing. Mm-hmm. I just did a big thing for my engagement party and it was so much fun. And I put everyone in a room, so great. many different people, so many different ages, didn't fucking think twice about it and don't care if anyone didn't have a good time. That's on them. I think it's also a huge testament to like, by the way, you, and I know you wanted to finish with that, but like, and no, your friend groups, because for example, like Meadow and I have been to things where like, we'll go and like, no one talks to us and we're like, mm, that's yeah. weird. And then- yeah. And we try. And we try. Like, we try. We try. We do try. you, at your engagement party, it's like everybody was friendly. Everyone was getting along. Everyone was playing beer pong. Like, everyone was, like, interacting in a way. And I think that's a really big testament to you and Aaron as people and the the type of relationships that you cultivate. Anyway, go on. I think so, too. Our friends are amazing. But also, that actually is a very good tip. Having something to do or having a game to do or something to do with Mm -hmm. your hands that people can come together and it's not awkward and do something together and form a bond before just like having to make chit chat and small talk conversation is so helpful when bringing friend groups together. So maybe transitioning into bringing friend groups together that you do think will get along. Mm -hmm. That is my biggest pleasure in life. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a connector. I want all of my friends to be in love and be best friends. And if I think they'll get along, I introduce everyone together immediately because I just think it's powerful to have good friendships. And I don't know, I just, I guess I'm Mm -hmm. so proud of the friendships I've formed that when new people come into the space or people that are also looking for other expansive friendships, Mm -hmm. like it is so my pleasure to introduce people to each other. Yeah. I've also been broken up with before because someone said I got too close to their friends and that they don't mix that and that they didn't like that. They don't, you know, friends can't be this and that. And I always thought that was like <laughs> the you're weirdest whispering. thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they can hear. I always thought that was the weirdest thing ever. And so I, I really like even, it just made me even happier to lean more into that and be like, it brings me so much joy to make everyone I love happy and get along if they think they will. I think some cool tips for that one is like have a game or like an activity Mm -hmm. that you can all do together that breaks ice. And two, like maybe start smaller. Like if you think one's going to get along really well with one first, like do something small with the three of you and then bring it to a group. So it's not like one or two people out with a more formed group, like just slowly let people form their own relationships with each other and then come to a group Mm -hmm. is a nice way to do that too. But also like don't relinquish the pressure. And if they don't get along, like don't be upset because not Mm -hmm. everyone's going to be there. Everything. 
relinquish that pressure, be like, hopefully this is great. And if not, who cares? Like you're still yeah. my friends and we could be friends individually. So I think forming connections, having something to do together, releasing the expectation. Say mm-hmm. Libby. Yeah. I do understand the like desire and like pressure of friend group of- dynamics. Like I was the opposite yeah. of you. Like I very much had yeah, you a did. formed friend group yeah. in school. And in college, obviously, it expanded a little bit more just because we were around much more people, but like it was still pretty much like a group. And while that was great in so many aspects, because like you have your built in group, you guys take trips together, you guys are like going out together, like parties, whatever, movie nights, dinner. But then also by the flip side, like you said, it's like the, the drama is just a lot more heightened. But I think that was also like we were just we were just younger, right? So like, of it's course. just different now when yeah. we're adults. But even now, like I, I said to Zoe the other day. Now. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying to Zoe the other day. I was just yeah. like, we have, like, I know that I have like kind of separate ish, like, but they're like groups kind of. Mm-hmm. And then there's like mm-hmm. separate individuals. Mm-hmm. But I was telling him the other day, I was like, I am like wanting Either, I don't know if it's just the nature of like the guys needing to get closer or like what it is, but like, mm. you know, once we're all in that place where we're like able to take like trips together, like who's going to be oh, in I a group wait. trip? Who's going to be like, you know, the, all the dinner parties and things like that, that like are yeah. in our future. Yeah. I think about stuff like that and yeah. I do want that because I do think yeah. it's nice. That, totally. that said, I will, of course, then always have like individual friendships with people, but I do think that that is like a special kind of like built-in family-esque dynamic that I think is cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we're going to dress rehearsal that with my bachelorette party. But yeah, I guess we do kind of have a group right now, which is fun. But like you said, yeah, it's like individual and together in a really organic way. And you really brought me into that. Like I know all those people because of you. I kind of brought everyone into it. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm the connector for a lot of those relationships and I love it. Because you guys all, other than me and Maddie, like pretty much everyone in that side was like, you guys all knew each other. Yeah, but I I came back, besides Riley, like Riley's been my through line, but a couple of those other girls, like we came back more recently Mm -hmm. and I still kind of like brought them in more recently. And then like, even with bringing Dana into, like, it's just kind of, it's been a fun glue. Yeah. It's been a fun glue of everyone. That was the glue. What to do when you're struggling with friendships that you thought were aligned and expansive, but are not? I think two different things. If it's like not totally feeling there, but maybe there's opportunity for you to let more walls down, opportunities for relationships to grow. Like expansive friendships can take time. It's not like you have to fall in love and be instant best friends, although that can happen and it's gorgeous. Like I don't think that's every relationship and mm-hmm. relationships take work and vulnerability and effort. So I think if you're still in a place where you're willing to invest in that friendship, maybe just like release the expectation of what you had to it and kind of like let it live and still play in that and figure out what's there. If on the other hand, you're like, no, 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 it's not expansive. And I thought it was Aaron and I were talking about this last night. Like he is someone that, oh my God, that boy just like pours all his heart into every, like everyone's the brother. Like, you know, I've talked about (laughs) this before, but I was telling him (sighs) he he's come to realize more recently, frankly, through me that like, it's kind of not authentic to act that way. And like people Mm. you haven't seen in 15 years and don't wish you a happy birthday are not your brother. And that's cool. (laughs) Like you can have that respect. You can like have so much fun when you're together, really respect Mm -hmm. each other and have a good time and not talk all the time. And that's so much more authentic and respectful and kind because you're 
you can't be everyone's everything, like how we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. So maybe you need to just kind of like let that go, recategorize that friend out of respect for the relationship and let the relationship be what it is and look for expansiveness in other areas. A hundred percent. I think that is so funny that you guys have that convo because it's really true. And I think about like, for example, like certain guy friends that I have from high school, like we don't talk all of the time, like at all, but we like wish each other a happy birthday. And then when we see each other when we're back home in Miami for the holidays, it's like, they're amazing. And it's like, no time has passed, but it's like that. It's like understanding. Yeah. Yeah. That we're like, it's okay that we don't talk all the time, but like still love you and like know you for I've known you for and forever. Always and always rooting for you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I think it's really easy. I know for me, it was really easy. To, like when I was in the stage of first moving here, you want to be really open and you want to just like meet people and whatever. And I think it's easy to sort of get caught up in the like, oh my God, they told me one thing that I identified with. Like now this person's my best friend. And like, they're so expansive. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So I think it's like, it's easy to fall into that trap. Mm -hmm. So I would just say that when you're moving through like finding new people as important and valuable as it is to obviously be open because like that way you can attract everything. I think it's also equally as valuable to like have your just like picker real strong Mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. So that, cause that, that has happened to us where like there were people that Mm -hmm. came into our life that I off the bat was like Looney Tune. Oh, Mm-hmm. Looney Tune. We're mm-hmm. not going to get too close with them. Think they're funny. Yeah. We can hang, but like they don't know shit about me. But like something is something's weird here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we then lo and behold, right. look what happened. Yeah. So yeah. adding to that trap, it's really easy when like you're meeting people and you want to just like not trauma dump, but just like get to know each other. So you're just like letting them mm-hmm. know all of your stuff and like all like I know I've walked away from like friendship date coffees of like one or like the first one or two that we've had and been like, why the fuck did I tell that person everything? Because like now I don't know if we're going to be friends. Like I don't know if we're going to end up being super close. And now like they know all this fucking personal shit about me. Like, like why did I do that? Totally. Totally. So I think in the same way that there's like love bombing in relationships, I would just be. There is friend love bombing. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's so true. Just be careful because it's it's weird. I did see a TikTok that made me laugh the other day and it was Mm -hmm. a girl being like (laughs) normalized trauma dumping to friends because not because of trauma dumping, but just because I think I'm more tolerable with context. (laughs) I was like, that is fucking hilarious. That's hysterical. Uh, It's like when people meet my mother and they're like, oh. (laughs) Can I tell them what you told me last night? Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Sure. Meadow sent me a text out of nowhere that said, by the way, (laughs) can I tell them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, by the way, just found out that I was conceived at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And my response was like, (laughs) it all makes sense. Everything makes sense. Your entire personality makes sense. Simply on that fact. about to be my birthday. So let's talk about it. because I told my mom, my mom always says I was conceived at the Super Bowl. My dad went to the Super Bowl and was like wealthy and having a good time and in a box and whatever. And so obviously my mother was like at the spa all day and did not go because fuck sports and was like having champagne and strawberries. And then they, his team won and they came home and had sex and conceived me whatever. So I always knew that story. I, it, it took you 30 years to say Beverly Hills Hotel. I was like, mom, that's iconic. I would bring that up in conversation all the time. Fu- you know how many times I'm in LA? I'm going to bring that up all the fucking time. That's hilarious. Do you know how healthy it is that she probably never told you that until now? Because like, oh, could you imagine? The, no, no, no. I'm just saying like, not because like 
She's talking about having oh, sex. Oh, because with of my big headed Be- yeah. 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 Fair. So, yeah. So fair. <laughs> Leave it to my solar return gift. It's so fair. And the reason why it came up was because I was making a skincare routine for my brother. And he said, your hands are so pretty. And I said, thank you so much. I put retinol on them. And he was like, you use retinol? And I was like, yeah, do you not know mom's story? Mom has an iconic story of that trip of Beverly mm-hmm. Hills Hotel of like her and her friend walking to an elevator and like every it's LA. So like everyone is gorgeous and young and an outfit, whatever. And it's like a jam packed elevator. And they said from the back, one decrepit hand was went to press the button of like a 90 year old. And they look around and they're like, who the fuck? Because people think they get all the work done and the facelifts and whatever. And and they do this. And then the hands. So my whole life I've put skincare on my hands and read it all on my Mm -hmm. hands because that, that, Hands are the first has ones been to burned go. into my brain for so long. Hands anyway, and neck, huh? Hotel bitch adds up for Beverly a Hills Hotel. Sure, fucking does. Thanks for bringing that up. I really wanted a platform to speak on that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what Best I'm here for. Friend shit. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> now we have to do a TMV photo shoot there eventually. You know, like yeah. now we're gonna have to do something. I'll do it. <laughs> Just laughing still about it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Hey. As a person who recently found out their friend was truly a hater, in all caps, they've been excommunicated. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. The passion. Moving forward, how do we share parts of ourselves, our stories, and find vulnerability around others while maintaining a safe distance I always trust so quickly? Fun transition from what we were just fucking talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have thoughts. I mean this with all the love in the world, but even the way you're phrasing that question, still you, you've you got feelings about it. Mm-hmm. So like processing those feelings, talking about it in therapy, write a big letter to them and burn it. Like go through all the motions of the feeling, go through the stages of grief. There's nothing like a friend breakup. It fucking sucks, especially when you think you're super aligned. Yeah. I feel that deeply, feel through the, all those emotions. I think the only way you're going to call in the expansive friendships you're looking for is by feeling through all those emotions and releasing the fuck out of that situation so you still can be vulnerable and trusting and use all those beautiful sides Mm. of you to connect with someone. Because if you don't do that, you're going to just build up that wall around yourself because of this burned relationship that you're not letting yourself process. And then you're never going to connect with someone else because you have walls built up around your heart. Sorry, I was just having flashbacks to you basically saying that exact same thing to me. Like- when I was in roster era. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, when did this happen to you? Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Was it not true? So true. I think trusting people is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I think don't like be naive and don't give away all your secrets and don't trauma dump <laughs> right away. Funny. But I think your ability to trust and connect is so beautiful. And I don't want you to lose that because you've been burned. I just want yeah. you to be like, protect your energy and have energetic boundaries and don't go in and trauma dump right away. Sure. But I leading with trust and leading with like believing in other people is so beautiful. And like, that would be a shame to lose that. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought up, because there's a very big distinction between trusting, like being a trusting person and just being naive as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned that the hard way many times. Where I'm just like, in friendships, at least I'm not naive. Oh, you're not. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, I've just been through like a ring of morale type of situation, but like, right. I do say so myself, my picker with friends is fucking strong. And I also yeah, can is. tell you guys when I'm like, mm. yeah, 
cuidado. Um, so yeah, I would just and make sure that you get really. That is always right. Sorry to interrupt you, but thank you. Right My yeah. favorite sentence to hear. <laughs> not to be rude, but like, let's make sure we're not idiots. Yeah, and being really naive, like like Meadow said, be really trusting is really beautiful and nice to like have an open heart and like lead that way. Cause I think you attract the best, most authentic things that way, but also making sure that like you are aware of friendship, love bombing. That's also do you thing. have, do you have like a, um, distinction between your feelings of that, like naivete versus trust because your picker so good? Like where, what are, do you have like specific warning signs or like a feeling you can describe to help people that maybe don't have that developed? Yeah. I think there's just something about, I don't know, something for me that I've always been like mm, about is people that off the bat are like, oh my God, I love you so much. My best friend. And I'm like, you met me yesterday. Yeah. But yeah, that's me. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, you don't do it. I and do like it authentically. A, yeah. But yeah, you, that's the this. thing is I think it's, you just have to have a good read. I think I have a good read on just the way that people deliver things and people's energy yeah. and when it's yeah. coming off authentic and when it's not. And I don't do it the same way I used to. I think that like an unhealed version of me did that a lot. And I think I still do yeah. that, but I do it in a way that is truly authentic to me because I love everyone and everything. Yes, I agree. I think also, I don't know. I think there's just little nuances in the way that people speak. And I'm not saying like be a fucking detective every time you're like of course. on a friend date, but I just think there are like nuances in the way that people tell stories. I also think it's really valuable to listen to like, is your entire first time meeting, like you guys just like gossiping about someone. Cause that's like the through line that you have. Like, are you just talking shit about someone the whole time? How do like, if you are talking shit, which is like fine to do like every now and again, whatever the fuck, who cares? Mm-hmm. Is it coming from like a really like malicious place or are they you just like right. talking shit for shits and giggles? Like it, there's yeah. a distinction in the way that people talk. Also, like are they sharing secrets about their friends to someone they just met? Right, right. That's a big one that Huge. I've noticed with yeah. people. And that was the biggest thing that with like the one that like I'm no longer friends with, like that was some, that was a big one that yeah. I would notice. It was I was like, I know way too many things about someone I've never fucking met. And like I yeah. just met this person. Yeah. Stuff like that because, like, yeah. you don't think that they'll do the same thing to you? Exactly. Hello? Exactly. Hello? Like, you're not the exception to the rule, babe. Yeah. It's the same way that, like, I think that statement of, like, in relationships of, like, you lose them how you found them. Ooh. That's a good one. I haven't heard it packaged that way. Yeah. It's usually around, like, cheating. And, like, cheating. look. Yeah. I, there is so much nuance in the world that it is so fucking black and white. We're not getting into, like, a right and wrong convo. But I do think that is like it happens. True, it, yeah. it can happen. Like, what do you think makes you different? Yeah, it, was that helpful or was that just kind of mean? I think so. No, I think it was helpful. Okay, I'm your best friend though. So okay, who's to say? Next question: How do you know if it's time to let go of a friendship? I've been having ups and downs the past two years with my best friend of 20 years. Wow, our oh. whole friend group thinks of us as a unit, and we did everything together and currently live Ooh. together. We're both going through individual changes personally and professionally, which has changed our dynamic. I'm also unsure of how to navigate setting boundaries since we share the same friend group and currently live together. I think even just the way that you're writing this question, I can tell that you have a lot of respect for this person. So I don't think mm-hmm. you're you're navigating it delicately, which I think is warranted in this situation, mm-hmm. especially if you've been friends for so long. And it seems like obviously you've been really close. I do understand the maybe frustration that comes as when you feel like you're always like lumped as a unit with somebody because yeah, that can feel like 
kind of taking away identity or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. I understand that. I get it. Can't imagine how fucking twins feel. I would just honestly have a very honest conversation. I think that with friendships like this, you don't want to lose them in a f- bad way. Like, especially mm-hmm. if like it's someone that maybe, you know, I don't know if it's a situation because I need more details of like, it's someone that you really are just like, we're good. We don't need to be friends anymore. Or if like, you just want the dynamic to shift. I think because you live together, like, I don't know if this is stupid advice of like trying to find another roommate. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like eventually, like if your yeah. lease is coming up or something, yeah. I think then that could be an organic good opportunity to be like, I think like, I just, I'm looking for something different or like, you know, we're both kind of on different paths right now. And like, I don't think our schedules are like really working out together or like, I want to be able to preserve this friendship. And I just don't think that us living together is the best way to do that. So maybe if like your lease is coming up or something like that, that could be an organic way to like look for a different roommate or something like that. I've definitely had friendships where I've done that. Like I've had a, mm-hmm. a best friend that we knew we could live together and another best friend that we would always laugh and be like, for the sanctity of our friendship, we should not live oh, together. Oh, 110%. I have a friend that you would know? say that all the time <laughs> such a normal. Yeah. So all I think it'd be, it'd be a normal thing to be like, yo, we're going through so much. We're transitioning. We're doing different things. We're growing in different ways. Like I think in order for us to like preserve this respect and relationship we've had for so long, like mm-hmm. let's think about not living together so that we can yeah. continue to have a friendship. If you're trying to recategorize, like Gabby said. What do you think? Um, I agree with everything you said. I think it's a sticky place to be in. I also think if everyone views you as a unit, I didn't have that with a friend, but I had that with a boyfriend. Like I dated the same person from middle school through college. And I feel like my entire high school career, it was like me and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like erases your identity in a way. So I think it really is important, especially if you're like in the formative years of your life or twenties or, or whatever. I think it is really important to t- kind of take some space from that and like establish yourself as own people. So I think having, frankly, if you're feeling these feelings and you've been best friends for 20 years, I feel like it's pretty safe to say that they're probably having these feelings too. So I think approaching it with love and just being like, listen, we're like growing so much and there's so much going on for both of us. And like, I think we both want to like spread our own wings and like establish our independence in a unique way in Mm -hmm. order to either preserve this or step away with respect. Like let's not live together. Let's try doing things differently. Like I just think having an honest conversation about it is the best way to go about it. And frankly, is like giving them the space to also like agree with you. And then maybe it's like nice to come together over the fact that you're feeling similar things. Yeah. You're like, even when we're growing apart, we both feel the need to like establish our own selves as individuals. Like how cool is that, that we're still aligned on that? Mm -hmm. Like that can kind of become a beautiful way to like connect and root each other on as you're establishing separateness. Mm-hmm. which like is nice. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. Again, referring back to just the way that you wrote this question, you can tell that there's a lot of respect there and yeah. you're already being delicate. So I would just integrate that into the way that you're approaching that. Lovingly firm, as we talk about and again, in Sam's episode. Exactly, exactly. Lovingly firm. And again, like if it's hard to have that conversation in person, like write her a letter and give it to her on the full yeah. moon. Like do something cute or like come with notes and be like, okay, I want to have a talk. And I came with notes because I'm nervous. And like, I want to make sure I say my points as well and like, as possible. Like Aaron you. does yeah. in our fights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like communicate in whatever way is best for you. I would say like, just don't be flippant about it and like text about it and not be able to talk face to face. Cause I just feel like that lowers the respect that you have for yourself in the relationship. Yeah. And like, like it doesn't what- feel good to not stand up 
in that way. No. And like Coming Meadow said, experience. you might be surprised that like they're also feeling this exactly. way, but also in the event that they're not, as someone who has been in that situation yeah. where like yeah. the other person was not on the same page, don't allow this to become a thing. Like right now, again, you're sounding like you're very calm about it and like you're obviously thinking about it, but you're not like about to throw shit at a wall. Don't let yourself get to that place because that's yeah. when shit blows up and you say things you don't mean, the yep. friendship's done. Like yeah. it's it's hard to kind of come back from that yeah. place even if you try, trust me. So as someone who has been in a similar situation but let it get way too far and then I ended up just like blowing up, it's it's never good. You're not going to feel good. Exactly. It's going to leave shit yeah. weird, especially if you're in a friend group together, then that dynamic gets mm-hmm. kind of weird. So mm-hmm. I think like being also in like a friend group from like a while back where people have drifted, but it's been like natural, that's never weird. Because like, mm-hmm. again, we're adults and everyone's like, oh, like, yeah, they just don't talk all the time. Like who fucking cares? Whatever. Right. It's when there's right. like a big blow up that like that, that dynamics can get harder. a little weird. So just yeah. don't let it get to that point because you also don't want to catch them so off guard and you're coming in so hot. Totally. totally. And they're like, wait, whoa. You might catch them off guard, but at least you'll be coming from like a really soft, loving and respectful place. Yeah. How do you navigate the balance between finding your people, in quotes, and at the same time, not close yourself off in a bubble where new ideas and ways of seeing things and life in general? Okay, so like how do you find your people but also remain open and you're not like in an insulated bubble? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I feel like we, we maybe talked about this in part one of this episode in terms of we define our people as people that have the same values and respect and adoration for each other but are so different that they do expand your world and your worldview. So like mm-hmm. I define my people by their quality and ability to be different from me and still – respect me. We can laugh together. We can talk about stuff together. We can disagree lovingly. Like we can, they can like open me up to new ideas. Like that, that aspect is so ingrained of my definition of my people that it's like mm-hmm. a interconnected. It's a non-negotiable for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe if like, your people in the past have felt like an echo chamber, it's about redefining what connection looks like when you have different opinions and different feelings on things and different worldviews and like how do you remain like healthy beautiful connection with differences maybe it's about like exploring that in a new way and like testing that out and seeing what that level is for you mm-hmm. and also feeling like if you're not getting i co-sign everything you said and also if i feel like if you're not getting maybe a piece of yourself isn't being fulfilled in like the current right. friendships that you have, that's what you can sort of start manifesting and like try and call into your life for that specific thing. Because again, like not one person is going to be your one everything. And I think it's very fair for you to want to make sure that like your worldview is expanded in that way. And um, well-rounded. Yeah. And well-rounded. And I think also, by the way, that is a beautiful place where the internet I think is a great totally. tool. Totally. Because even if you, you know, are at capacity for friends right now, which I think can happen, like finding people, like people on YouTube or people on whatever, yeah. whatever platform of your choosing, I think YouTube is like the best for that because it feels like kind of Me too. personal in a different way. Also, it's like comments aren't as wild and it's not like you don't yeah. see all, like I don't, I don't never read YouTube comments really. Like I'm not looking at the bullshit that people are like being mean about or whatever in the way that like yeah. on TikTok you're more inclined to or even on Instagram where it's like in front of your face. So I would, that's where like, I think that is kind of interesting to like find YouTubers that 
are different than you and come from a different part of the world than you. And you can like see and hear different perspectives in that way or podcasters or whatever. Also, we really need to do a TMV meetup so these people can all meet each other. Yeah. <laughs> and like find some cool friendships that way. Cause mm-hmm. like we've seen some people become friends through TMV already and it's the coolest thing in the entire world. But it's been a goal of Gabby and I's for so long to be able to host community events. And obviously, you all know we've been talking about it forever that we want to yeah. do in person stuff in a larger and larger capacity. But I just can't wait for the time that we can be like, come meet people in this community. Cause you still yeah. can in the comments and on Patreon and stuff. But I understand that's like a little bit harder than like hitting it off in person over something. So hopefully we'll be able to host something like that soon. Yeah. We've gotten a few people that have messaged us in the past, like letting us know that they're friends with people in the community or whatever. But if you have met like a good friend in the community, tell us, like send us a message on Instagram, on Patreon, email us, whatever. We love knowing that. And it just makes our hearts so warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Seriously. So exciting. Okay. Two more questions. Okay. The art of being accurately interpreted, humor, taste, <laughs> etc. cetera. <laughs> uh, this is where I'm like, context adds up. There's real beauty in just being who you are and letting the people who love exactly. you be attracted. And it's okay. You're not, not everyone's always going to love you. You're not going to love everyone. And I think that's so fine. I think it has to be so exhausting to constantly feel like you need to shield your personality, which is so uniquely and beautifully yours from the world. Like my friend, I was telling you, my Virgo friend, who's just Virgo, Mm -hmm. Virgo, Virgo, Mm -hmm. Virgo. And she was like, why am I going to adjust my sense of humor or my personality when I'm meeting someone new? Because at the end of the day, like they're going to figure out who I am and I'm just doing all of us. So just now I'm exhausted. They actually don't know who I am. And like, I don't know. It's just a disservice to everyone involved. And I think that you're like, left feeling more alone. You're left feeling more alone. And that's take it again. Like if you're an early listener to the podcast, you know, all I did was talk about like feeling super misunderstood. And that's what happens when you move in ways that aren't authentic to you, or you feel like you have to shield a piece of yourself. And at the end of the day, like everyone is so uniquely and beautifully themselves that like, I think you should just be allowed to do that. Don't be a dick, but like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't agree more. It literally, my gut reaction was like, it's not your job. The it's art of being interpreted is not your job. It's your job to be yourself and let people understand that or not through their own unique filter. And if they do and you vibe, amazing. And if you do and you vibe and you don't vibe, amazing. It's not your person. Like, yeah, move on. It's not your job. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm sure you're funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just with someone recently where just to give a personal anecdote, I was with someone recently who like we were at a thing. And after the event, they were like, I feel like my humor was not hitting today. Like it wasn't landing. And I was like, I think you're funny. And maybe it wasn't in that group. And like, that's fine. Like, who cares? You didn't say anything offensive. Like, who cares? Whatever. If they don't have the same humor, whatever. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Last question. We've been ending these on a cute one. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Favorite friendship quality time activity for fall. Oh Oh my God. Should we go to a pumpkin patch? I love a pumpkin patch. Love a pumpkin patch. Yeah, but I would really be unhappy if it's like warm. 
and we go to a pumpkin patch. So I do we know. have to wait a little longer? I know. Probably because it is Southern Because I want to be co- – like probably. I just have a memory of being in Long Island with one of my friends who was from there and we went to like a like cider mill or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And it was yeah. snowing and like oh, – So gorge. We're not going to get that. We'll no. wait till it's chilly though. Yeah. But I mean you and I – it's kind of like – the same things we love to do, but cozyified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like more candles, journaling outside, like smell, like yeah. um, put it on the stove, like make a little thing with water, with orange slices, lemon slices, cinnamon, cloves, and just Ugh. let it like burn and smell in the house. Like Yum. just make things extra, like wear like super luxurious pajamas mm-hmm. and have like a self-care night in. Like even, it's kind of like doing the activities we love to do, but having excuses to like dress them up in certain ways or like lean into the season in certain ways. Oh, it's the best. I loved, I do love making like an apple cider cocktail or mocktail. Yeah. I think those are so fun. I'm like, go to Bath and Body Works and get one of the most like nausea inducing smelling candles. Just like open a window. Leaves, classic. Leaves is a classic. Can I tell you that my favorite (laughs) era of YouTube was like niched down to like the the beauty gurus that I would watch when I was like in middle school and high school whenever they were prepping for fall. (laughs) The the MAC – the MAC burgundy lipstick that would like match my nail color right now. Yes. Yeah. 100%. That lipstick that I would like smear all over my face. The yeah. nails. I could yeah. smell the Bath and Body Works through the fucking camera and through the yeah. screen. They would set up everything. They'd wear like a cute little sweater and a scarf. Oh, my, oh my fucking God. infinity scarves. Totally. <gasps> oh, I haven't thought about the those. Boots those are so tragic. I haven't thought about those in a long time. skin tight fucking jeans. <gasps> <gasps> They're the happiest people on earth. It's so they are the happiest people on earth. Is a they bitch preparing for fall. Wait, what should we do? Because you're about to be here with me and it is fall. So let's should think we of make some, a cider like, drink? Cute. We can make a cider drink. The I don't craze in my eye as I said on. that to you. I'm like <laughs> it's like twitching. <laughs> oh, I just want it to be freezing. I know, me too. I mean, we can blast the AC and pretend it's freezing. <sighs> sure. I did on October 1st make my mother watch Practical Magic. Obviously. Um, what's your favorite fall? Do you have a favorite fall show, fall movie? Is Practical Magic your favorite fall movie? Ooh. Well, it's I, I had never seen it. It's from the mm. 90s, and I had never seen it till Sedona, and it's now my new favorite movie of all time. So now it is. Do we have a favorite fall? I mean, I love back to school, the feeling of back to school in general, like getting new school supplies and whatever I think is so fun. So like, even if you're not in Mm. school, I'm 30, like maybe I'll get a new journal and a new pen I love, but a movie or a show, I don't know. Tell me one of yours while I think. I mean, I'm a big season aside, but like big Gilmore Girls person. Like I've watched and rewatched, but I watched it like when it was on and then I've rewatched it like 401 times, but there is just something so cozy, especially about like the Jess years. Those are, those are my favorite. I know you didn't watch it. Those are my favorite years. And then like, I have to skip when Rory goes like fucking ape shit and drops out of school. Like I can't handle that. I can't handle those years. Oh my God. They're so funny. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Favorite Halloween movie. Hocus Pocus, like iconic. We should maybe watch that when you're here. Love Halloween Town is also a good one. That's like a childhood one. Love Halloween Town. One and two. Over my dead body, will I watch something actually scary? 
No. Couldn't Disney Channel me. Originals. Aaron begs me. Disney Channel Originals only. Aaron begs me to watch scary shit and I'm like over Like I will not Mm-mm. catch me never going to one of those fucking haunted patch scream zone. Like, my like, father a, took like all what of my friends called? in seventh grade. Yeah, whatever those fucking things are. And everyone went in. I wouldn't go in. Horror I nights. Outside like this. Horror nights. Yeah. It was called Scream Zone down here. All of my Never. friends would go to Horror Nights. Never. Like at Disney no. or at Universal, Mm-mm. wherever the fuck it is. And I would be like, count me out. Out. Count no. me the fuck out. I have like, no desire. A triggered nervous system is like not a fun activity for me. Mm-mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. The like, only type of I'm scary good. movies that like I like are like really fucked up psychological thrillers, but then I still can't sleep. So I should yeah, watch no, them. Yeah, no, I can't even do that. Yeah. Because no that's way. the shit that's like really real and you're like, oh God. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, I'm good. I'm so good. Mm-hmm. Like those things I just like want to be a witch and do magic. Like I get more into rituals. Yeah. Maybe well, we should dress up as witches for Halloween. I'm just thinking of like the beauty guru days of the fall red lipstick. Yeah, that and, really is the best. I mean, it could just – and me sitting in my bed in Miami and I'm like, it's so chilly. Let me get my infinity scarf. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my Maybe God. we should blast when you're here. We'll blast AC. We'll cuddle up on the couch because we're going to have a TV at the house we're staying at. And we'll put on like Juicy Star 07 fall 2007 videos. Did you ever watch like Bethany or, like, Moda? Something like that. No. Or was she too young for but you? But that name sounds super familiar. She's no, my age. But she okay. was like the – like her morning routines on YouTube, like they'll randomly pop up Dialed. on my thing. Like 10 million views. No, Wild. you know what we should watch? Maddie let's Bragg. Watch Maddie Bragg. Let's fucking watch Maddie Bragg videos. <laughs> Angsty Maddie Bragg videos when she had her fucking nose rings and like her red lips. I tell her all the time. Sometimes they pop up on my for you page and like I she's obviously so much younger than me. Like I didn't know she was on YouTube. I didn't know who she was. So now being her best friend at age thirty, going back and watching those, like nothing brings me more joy like let's find a fall maddie bragg video it's so funny because she's so like soft girl and she was like so punk rock angsty so angsty (laughs) the bleached hair it's so fucking funny it's so (laughs) not who she is oh my god that's so fucking funny (laughs) you know what i was like that too i was so angsty in high school and college i know you guys are both fucking weenie hut juniors we're just like like, little fairies yeah we're literally biggest weenie hut juniors yeah literally Wow, I'm oh, I can't so wait. excited oh, I'm for so fall. excited for you to be here. Should I go to Bath and Body Works and bring us a candle? <laughs> Please, bring us leaves for the love of God. Get us Oh my some God, leaves. like a bath bomb from fucking, what's that place <gasps> called? Wait, um, there's a huge bath that both of us would fit in. No. What's that place called? I don't want to take a bath with you. I'm sorry. Take away my fantasy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what's that place called? Do oh, they sell bath bombs? Lush? Yes. Yeah. We could totally go to Lush. That would be fun. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. Why don't we go together? We'll take Mahal to the mall and we'll go to Lush and we'll go to Bath and Body Works and then we'll go oh home God. and have a day and Aaron will just make Aaron do spa night. He like put a facial. He'll literally love it. Second of it. He's a fucking tourist. <laughs> Are you kidding? He'll love it so wow, much. Wow. I'm so excited for fall. I don't know if we answered your question or if we just got really excited about fall. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Either way, we're excited. Tell us what your favorite activities are and maybe mm. we'll do that. Make a little YouTube video or TikTok. Should we do a vlog while you're here? Do you have a color me mine? Yeah, I was going to do that. Do you okay. have a color me mine nearby? Uh, we have stuff like it, I think. I haven't been to them, but I definitely know where one is. So we could totally check it out. Mm. I would love to do that with you. Yeah, me too. Maybe like was, Saturday morning or something. I was supposed to go today with my sister, but it's not happening anymore. So okay, okay, would well, love we'll to get like out. a little paint session in with you. Yeah, me too. That'd be so much fun. 
Okay, get your ass down here. Get through the day. I'm so excited. Fall. (laughs) Fall. It's my season, bitches. My solar return season. You're turning 30, the age that you've wanted to be your whole life. How does that make you feel? Like, I always say this is the height of my powers, but like, this is the age I really have been trying to be my whole life. Like, I am about to come into the best years of my life, and I'm so excited about it. Oh, I have an idea that I'm going to say on air to pressure you into doing it. Would you want to do like a birthday episode where we talk about lessons you've learned in your 30 years of life? Oh God. Yeah, I guess. But can you help prompt me? Cause like, yeah, like, can I ask you you my brain? Yeah, totally. Oh, I'm so down. Let's make it a Patreon thing. Oh, okay. We can film it at the house (gasps) when we're being cozy for fall. Oh my God. Done. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Make an agenda. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Happy fall. Happy fall. How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts May Vary Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, Nadine. Gotcha.